Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, beautiful world of Nintendo. I'm James Mots Montemagno, and I'm all alone this week. Yep, Michael left me alone since I left him alone last week. He's back on the road, but don't fear, I'm here to break down all the latest news and games for this week in the world of Nintendo. So let's get right into it. Well, to be honest with you, we are in the middle of an amazing holiday season for Nintendo. All year, Nintendo's had really, really great sales of not only their hardware, but their software, and we've reported on it. Every single success and landmark that they've crossed, uh, we've reported on. And to be honest with you, they're kind of crushing it. But they have some really, really big numbers that they're trying to achieve. But over the Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday weekend, which was just upon us, Nintendo sold over 250 million Nintendo products in the United States. So this is only United States. So Redmond, the Nintendo of America, came out and announced these numbers. Now, this includes sales for Nintendo Switch, 3DS Family, NES Classic, SNES Classic, and other Nintendo-produced game accessories. This is huge. This is actually a 45% increase over the same period last year. So really, really great. Some things just to get out of the way, the Nintendo 3DS has now hit 22 million consoles sold in the United States alone. The NES Classic, 2.5 million, and SNES Classic, 2 million. That's only been out for a year, so that's really astonishing to see. I knew that I was walking around Target recently, and I saw them in stock. I don't know if they will be anymore, uh, but it was nice to see them in stock and ready to go. Now let's laser focus in on the Nintendo Switch because this is what's really, really important for Nintendo, to be honest with you. And over this sort of four or five day period, the Nintendo Switch grew 115% in sales over 2017. Now you may be saying, well, in 2017, could I even get a Switch? What was the availability of the Switch? you know, um, compared to this year? That's a good question. And to be honest with you, I don't have the stock available available numbers. Maybe just some 100% more were in stock. Maybe the bundles that were out were selling extremely well. It's kind of hard to put uh, a, a firm grasp on that, to be honest with you. But all I'll say is a 115% increase over last year is huge. Now, to put this into perspective, with this um, coming to a close just over Cyber Monday, the Nintendo Switch in the United States has now sold 8.2 million consoles in the first 20 months, just in the United States. To put that into perspective, the only other home consoles that have surpassed that in the first 20 months are the PS2 and the Wii. On the actual uh, handheld side, the DS and GBA also sold more. GBA was the top selling ever in the first 20 months but it's extremely impressive that not anything in last generation or this generation even comes close to the nintendo switch so really awesome to see nintendo crushing it there now on the game side of things uh game sales for nintendo toppled a million including digital which is up 78 percent over last year And if we look at some totals of some recently released games, Let's Go Pokemon has now sold over 1.5 million copies of both Pikachu and Eevee combined in the United States. And Super Mario Party, the fastest and best-selling Mario Party ever, I'm pretty sure now, has reached over a million just in the United States. So to be honest with you, Nintendo is just crushing it, and they are on their way to hitting that sales number. 
Now, it's not just great sales that Nintendo has been hitting. They also have a really, really great public kind of presence, if you will, to be honest with you. They're not only only been crushing it in sales, but marketing, outreach to customers back and forth. And what we see here is a really cool study that came from Adobe Analytics analyzing the top Cyber Monday purchases and what people were interested in. Now, if you don't know what uh, Adobe Analytics kind of the study entails, well, it entails billions of data points around the Adobe Experience Cloud, which is sort of an online uh, retail and e-commerce insights platform. So you get all these insights for people shopping online um, uh, for e-commerce to see what they're interested in and buying and what they are buying. And the top five kind of categories or products to, per se are fingerlings, LOL surprise. Those top two are kind of like in the kids' toys category. Then the Nintendo Switch and coming in at number three, laptops just in general, and LG TVs. So the Nintendo Switch here was the only video game console in the top five, which is pretty awesome to see Nintendo rake up not only great sales, but amazing kind of this public perception um, going into Cyber Monday being a top requested and purchased uh, gift for everyone. Now, on the other side uh, of the story, if you do have a Nintendo console, maybe a 3DS or a Nintendo Switch, Uh, or maybe a phone or a tablet. Well, Nintendo has some great new rewards that are going to be hitting pretty soon, or actually they're already out, to be honest with you, at my.nintendo.com. For the launch of Super Smash Bros. this week, they have some new wallpapers for desktop and phones. And if you have a 3DS, you can pick up a few of the Smash Bros. themes with your coins that you may be collecting. And if you have a bunch of coins sitting around and looking for some 3DS games, some really great ones are on sale for 30% off. Xenoblades Chronicles, Fire Emblem Echoes, and Monster Hunter Stories. You can get 30% off coupons for all of those. So go ahead and check those out. Now, another cool uh, news article that I just had to talk about, to be honest with you, is uh, comes from uh, Twitter, surprisingly enough. But it is about Tesla and a Mario Kart collaboration that never was to be. Now, a Tesla fan and owner uh, was tweeting at Elon Musk Uh, And he said, uh, man, it sure would be great while I'm charging my Tesla at the charging station if I could play Mario Kart with my Tesla on the screen and play against other Tesla owners. You could just make this happen. Now, of course, uh, this is something that I'd imagine would never happen. And, of course, Elon, intrigued by this entire thing or maybe having prior knowledge, replied back to this tweet and said, hey, we actually tried and Nintendo won't license it to us. Now, who knows how far they got down any licensing rabbit hole, per se, but I do think it's really cool that Tesla actually tried to do this and reach out to Nintendo. I mean, Nintendo does have some really cool uh, collaborations going into the console with Mario Kart, uh, and I would love to see this. There's a huge, beautiful screen inside the Tesla. I do not own a Tesla, but I do have... Uh, some friends that have a Tesla. And I think this would be really cool to see that inside of their Tesla while we're zooming around and playing some Mario Kart while we have to wait and see it charge. Well, that's all the big news that I have this week for Nintendo, but there is some cool game news that uh, we may want to be on the lookout for. Uh, First and foremost, if you're a Splatoon 2 fan like I am, there's a new Splatfest coming. 
Now, of course, we're coming off the hot off the presses of the Halloween Splatfest that just occurred and also some new cool holiday swag that Michael talked about last week for Mario Odyssey and uh, for Splatoon 2, starting in January 4th to the 16th, they're starting off Frosty Fest. This is going to transform Inkopolis into a huge winter wonderland filled of snowmen, snowflakes, uh, and trees, and all this goodies that you would expect. Not only will there be a splat fest with a theme of who would you rather spend your holidays with, family or friends? It's a good question. I'll let you answer it and hit us up on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. But also there's going to be some new uh, swag, um, including New Year's glasses, twisty headbands, party cone hat, and an eel cake hat. So pretty cool stuff coming out, to be honest with you. I like that they keep this up and, you know, Splatoon 2 has been out for a long time. And glad they're continuing these time and time again and, and really bringing a lot of sort of new stuff into Inkopolis. And it's not just a splat fest. They have the whole theme and everything going on. Now, something really different, I would say. I don't. We don't like to talk about rumors or speculation too much. But we noticed here that Nintendo did register some more mobile trademarks. Now, previously, of course, they have games that are already out, like Dragalia Lost and Animal Crossing. But they recently registered a few new games such as Kirby's Dreamland, Art Academy, and Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, which are games that already existed. Maybe they're looking to port them over in some way to mobile, but they just registered Fossil Fighters, The Last Story, and The Wii Console. And these are intriguing because the references inside of the trademark say program for home video machine or downloadable video game program and program for smartphone. So you combine all those and say, hmm, What are they doing over there? What are they up to? Uh, Again, we don't like to speculate too, too much or too heavily on uh, rumors or speculations. But ideally, Nintendo's just getting ready to amp up a whole bunch more mobile. Now, one other game update this week is from our good friends over at Chucklefish, uh, the creators of Stardew Valley. I know Michael is a huge fan of Stardew Valley. Uh, I own it multiple times and still haven't booted up yet because I know I need to invest a lot of time in it, uh, but I do need to get it. But there is a big multiplayer update on the way. And uh, they had some news in October about them going independent and leaving their publisher. So I think that actually delayed things a little bit. Uh, So they're taking a step back and they were in the final bug testing and crash stages of their game before submitting it for approval. And that's done. They're good to go. They've submitted it. They're waiting for final approval. So as soon as that lands, it should be on our Switch. So here's all hopes that we get it between the end of the year and or in early 2019. Now, there are a few awesome new accessories that I want to talk about this week. The first is uh, something that is a little bit different. It's not originally for the Nintendo Switch. This is probably one of the most amazing innovations that I've seen. It does come from the company I work for, Microsoft, in the video game industry. It's called the Xbox Adaptive Controller. The reason I want to talk about this is because it is a controller designed for gamers with limited mobility. And it acts as a unified hub for all of these adapters and controller extensions um, that are made for players with limited mobility. So switches, buttons, mounts, joysticks. All these things um, that you see um, when you see any kind of highlights of um, kind of um, 
kind of Nintendo or Microsoft or Sony working to go into hospitals or or help uh, gamers with limited mobility or in fact just gamers that are building these themselves. The problem is that you always had to kind of chain it all together and figure it all out. So the Xbox adaptive controller brings it all together and works with all of those different kind of accessories. Now, why am I talking about this? Well, because a YouTuber called my mate Vince uh, demoed the Xbox adaptive controller working with the Nintendo Switch and Mario Kart. Uh, he got it completely working with just off-the-shelf adapters and set it up in just under 10 minutes. So this is really, really cool, and I hope that Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft all work together to create a standard uh, and, and get things working uh, for anyone with limited mobility or is in need of something like this. I think it's so cool. And if you want to see how you can get it working, head over to The Verge. Uh, I put a link in the show notes uh, of how it all is working together so you can watch the YouTube video. Now, finally, one thing for anyone that is in need of a new Joy-Con or Joy-Con-esque grips is a new uh, controller from Nyko called the Nikon or Nyko Dualies. Now, as you know, the Joy-Cons are kind of small little controllers that plug into the Nintendo Switch themselves. Now, some people say they're a little bit small for them. You have to add the little adapter on the side to get the full controller. I know Michael has talked about that because he got a little bit bigger hands, so he likes the Pro Controllers. Well, the Nyko Dualies attempt to fix some of those problems. They are a set of Joy-Con-esque controllers with all the Joy-Con goodies, such as motion control and rumble feedback, but they're about twice the size of the Joy-Con controllers that are out there. So it has the side control triggers on there for you automatically, so if you're playing snipper clips or something else where you have to rotate the controller, you're good. Uh, What's unique here is that uh, they actually do not plug in to the switch console itself so if you remember the nes controllers that are coming out soon i should have mine pretty soon and give a full breakdown of those those slid into the side these are probably pretty similar size to those i would say maybe a little bit smaller but they will be charged via a usb c cable now on top of that they also have customizable thumb caps so you can customize them to your liking and they go for only $50, which is $30 off the normal Joy-Con set. So if you're looking for a second set and you don't plan to plug them into your console, these might be something for you. Might be pretty cool to take a look at. Now that's all the news that we have, kind of a light week, so let's hop into the best sellers. Now I do wanna say that there were a lot of games on sale for Cyber Monday over the weekend, so a lot of those games are lingering around in the top 10 still. So when you take a look at the eShop, these numbers may be pretty different for you. But I'm just going to break them down as of recording at Sunday or around really late at night, around midnight or so. So the first one is a pre-order for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Now I'm sure that will stick up on the top for a long time as it is coming out this week. And for the first time, maybe maybe the first time since it originally came up on the eShop, it's now the top spot. And it beat out Let's Go Pikachu at number two and Let's Go Eevee at number three. I believe that those will stick up there for a while too. Now, a bunch of games are also on sale. Like I said, number four is the Elder Scrolls Scrolls Skyrim Snipper Clips, which is a phenomenal game at number five. Mario and the Rabbids uh, coming in at number six. Undertale at seven. Super Mario Party at eight. Enter the Gungeon and Rocket League rounding out the top ten. 
Now, there weren't a lot of huge releases last week, so actually there were no new games debuting at all in the top 30. I think there were so many sales going on, a lot of games lingering, so nothing broke into the top spot. So with that, let's go ahead and move on from the bestsellers and move into this week's new releases. Now, we always like to break down both the physical and retail releases, so we're going to start there with the retail releases, and it's a big, big week for the Nintendo Switch going into the kind of the final holiday push, if you will. And the first one that we have is Toki coming out on December 4th for $50 physical, $30 digital. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom coming out $50 physical or $40 digital. Gear Club 2 Unlimited, which is a sequel to Gear Club from last year, um, coming out for $50, both physical and retail. And then on December 6th, Katamari Damacy Reroll, which I'm a huge fan of, and we've talked about many times, for $30. And then on December 7th, I cannot believe that there are four games coming out on this day because the biggest one, the one that's going to crush it, is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for $60 physical and retail. Uh, and we don't need to talk any more about this game because it is going to be amazing and everyone's going to love it and everyone's going to buy it and everyone's been waiting for it. But at the same time, there are three other physical games coming out on that day, which is a big surprise to me. First is Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek for $40 physical, $30 retail. Sega Genesis Classics for $30, both physical and retail. And last week, Michael mentioned Atari Flashback Classics for $40, and apparently that got pushed back a week, according to GameStop. So uh, it's supposed to be out this week, so we'll see if it actually hits. So before I go into the digital downloads, I figured I would take a few minutes to go through the physical releases since there are so many and a lot of these are also digital. So Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom is a super colorful action adventure set in the Monster Hunter series universe with the Monster Hunter producers that made it. It looks really, really cool. So if you're looking for a new kind of side scroller action adventure, this might be something you really want to take a look at. Now, Gear Club 2 Unlimited is uh, the sequel, like I said, to Gear Club, which had kind of mixed, pretty positive 7-ish reviews, 7 out of 10 reviews that came out last year. And this is a Switch-exclusive kind of racer game. It's a kind of high-speed slash Forza-ish style. It has 50 licensed cars uh, with 250 courses. And this year, they're all about customizing. So paint jobs, parts, all these things, tweaking all these things here and there for your vehicle. So if you're into racers, take a look at that. Now, I did mention that I'm a huge Katamari Damacy fan, and Katamari Damacy Reroll is something I'm absolutely picking up for $30. I cannot wait to get this. I love it. You just roll around, pick up stuff. It's super fun, super colorful. It's a game that's just a blast to play. Of course, I've already mentioned Smash Brothers. Um, the Hello Neighbor is a uh, prequel to Hello Neighbor. The Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek is a prequel to Hello Neighbor where you're playing a hide-and-seek game with your brother as you kind of deal with loss of a family member. This gives the full backstory of the original stealth horror Hello Neighbor. So if you play that game, this is the prequel. You probably want to pick it up if you like that one. And of course, uh, Sega Genesis Classics uh, includes 50 Sega Genesis games. Some of the ones that they highlight are Sonic 1 and 2, Streets of Rage 2, and Fantasy Star 2, 3, and 4. But I'm a big fan of Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Shining Force, Toe Jam and Earl, and The Revenge of Shinobi. And those are all on this thing. So uh, it seems like a really good deal for $30, to be honest with you. And this is one that I may be looking into picking up. So uh, take a look at that if you're really into the Sega Genesis. That's really cool. I'm glad that they are putting this bundle out and not 
shoving in yet another mini classic console, although I'm sure they will at some point, because why wouldn't they? Well, let's move on to the digital releases. There's not that many, which uh, doesn't surprise me because, like I said, Super Smash Bros. is going to crush it. But there are a few interesting ones. First one, on December 5th, is Energy Cycle Edge, $5. Coming out on December 6th are all the rest of the games. Uh, first one is Battle Princess Madeline. Beholder, Complete Edition, for $15. Carcassonne, for 20 Color Zen, which is completely free. Um, to play a bunch of puzzle packs, there are a bunch of DLC to come along with it that you can pay for. Conduct Together for twenty. Long Story, a dating game for the real world for twelve dollars. Rival Mega Gun for fifteen, and Ultimate Runner for twenty dollars, which is a runner game. That is correct. It is a runner, just like Temple Run. It's just a runner. Uh, of these games, uh, I'm pretty intrigued by uh, Carcassonne, of course. I'm a huge fan of board games, and Carcassonne is a phenomenal uh, card game. I also love Catan, so Catan and Carcassonne and a bunch of other board games are coming to the Nintendo Switch, so I'm taking a look at that. Conduct Together seems really interesting. It's a railroad builder, and including a bunch of challenges. You can play up to four players, so that's one that uh, I'm generally intrigued for, to be honest with you. The only other one on here that I thought might be cool to mention a little bit is Beholder Complete Edition, which is $15. This is a really interesting game walking um, through the, or watching through the trailer and reading the description and seeing some gameplay. It's set in this dystopian future where, or it may not even be a future, but dystopian kind of set, if you will, in a totalitarian state. And the idea is that you got picked to become this landlord, but you need to spy on all of your tenants. You need to bug their their rooms, observe them, decide if you're going to turn them over to the state, turn them in, see if they're what they're up to. So it's kind of like a spy adventure type of game. Uh, seems uh, relatively interesting. It has all of the downloadable content built right in. So that's going to do it for all of the new releases. Of course, Super Smash Bros. is just going to crush it as as we would assume uh, but a lot of good quality games coming out this week that you may want to take a look at if you're not a smash bros fan because uh, you know not everyone is so that brings us to everyone's favorite section of the podcast what you're playing well i don't know what michael's been playing on the road but what i've been playing because i've been on a very 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 long flight all the way out to bali and back uh, and i spent a lot of time playing through some games that I mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, but also some ones that I picked up on the sale. So the first one I've been playing a whole lot of is, yes, Sky Force Anniversary. I do have a review coming out this week that you can check on nintendodispatch.com for my full breakdown, but this is simply one of the most amazing games that I played on the Nintendo Switch for $10 ever. I'm a huge shmup fan, so shoot 'em up kind of vertical scroller. Uh, and this game is simply perfect. It's a perfect game. I can't describe it anymore. Everything about it, I simply love. The upgrading of my machine, the weapons, the explosions, the graphics, the progression, the challenges, uh, the online integrations, everything is spot on. And I haven't even talked yet about the multiplayer, which you can just simply hit a few buttons and someone is playing with you immediately. So... Uh, everything about it is just good. It's just good, and I can't believe it's only $10. I know it's kind of an old game that got remastered and remastered, and this is the kind of anniversary remastered edition, but if you like shoot 'em ups at all and you're into vertical, or even if you're not, you 
should just buy this game. Everything about it is so good. I don't know what more to say about it besides that I love it and read my full review for a full breakdown, but it's so good. Everything about it is so good. Uh, on sale, I also picked up Child of Light from Ubisoft. Uh, this game so far I've played just a little bit of. It's uh, some of the art um, comes from the art I forget what the name of it is that, that Ubisoft did, but it's kind of this new rendering engine sort of team where they have these beautiful, like story driven, art driven sort of adventures. And you're playing as um, sort of this queen or princess that kind of uh, fell asleep or kind of passed away. And she's in this other world and underworld, if you will, where she has to go kind of figure out what's going on and figure out along the way. Uh, and it's not a super fast-moving game uh, so far. The story and the graphics are really, really cool. The graphics are just astonishing, very uh, water paint-esque in a way. Uh, so far, I'm enjoying it. I'm just a little bit in, uh, but uh, I'm really happy with the purchase just at $10. Uh, it was 50% off when I bought it. So I'm excited to get more into that and hopefully I can update next week with uh, my full thoughts on Child of Light. But so far, like I said, for a game that I didn't know too much about, besides that it looked really cool, uh, I decided to pick it up. And so far, I'm really happy with it. But I did want to completely get through Skyforce, and I did. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with, with that uh, one so far. I also picked up Doom on sale. It was 50% off. I couldn't pass it up because I owned it on my Xbox One uh, back in the day when I had one, and I really wanted to pick it up to try it on the Nintendo Switch, and that's one that I'm getting ready to start and go through, so I'll have an update next week. And, of course, I also need to get into Warframe after listening to Michael's amazing sort of breakdown introduction of Warframe, so I really want to get into it. Uh, but that's it. Mostly Skyforce Anniversary. I'm hooked on it. I can't help it, to be honest with you. I just nonstop played it every single second I could, running my Nintendo Switch batteries all the way down to zero many a times over the holiday. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch. Thanks for hanging out with me for the last 26, 27 minutes. Uh, you can find us everywhere on the internet, including Dispatch Podcast on Twitter at nintendodispatch.com for all the latest podcasts and reviews coming out. We'll have a few coming out over the next few weeks, so stay tuned there. And of course, rate, review, subscribe us anywhere. We would love a review on Apple Podcasts. If that is your platform, you can just go into Apple Podcasts, find our podcast, leave a review. We read those. We would love it. Um, and with that, it's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch.